home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris and Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. Hey y'all, good evening. Good Tuesday evening, America. <laughs> Pastor Toby Chalk Knox, I'm the Water Boy. It's good to be with you on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Hey, if you're a fan of Cross Politic or the Fight Laugh Feast Network, and why wouldn't you be? then surely you know we have a merch store, right? Where you can buy blue sweat, right? These aren't That's in, a special these custom. These are special made. Yeah. But, not, I'm, not, but eventually these will be uh, in the He worked with some slave labor in, uh, yeah, you know, in Georgia. I just, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I, just, out. I just want to point out that I still don't have a bright blue Fight Laugh Feast hoodie. There's only one in existence. No, no one else time. does. But if you go to the yeah. store and request it, we'll make them for you. So <laughs> send your emails to Chalk Knox ah. at Fight Laugh Feast. Hey, man. And complain. And complain. <laughs> no, you funny. need to go to the Rowdy Christian Merch Store. It's your one-stop shop for everything cross-politic yeah. merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, not bright blue ones, hats, but we've also got specialty items like backpacks. Are they bright blue? Mugs, coffee, no, even, they're nice though. Even the AirPod nice. cases. Yeah. Whoa. Visit yeah. Rowdy Christian Merch. Do we have uh, uh, RowdyChristian.com? Do we have cell phone cases? Uh, yeah, we do. Because like, I think, yeah. my kids are like obsessed with cell phone cases. Really? Yeah. yeah like every month they're like, they want Dad, a look, I got a new one. Different cell phone I'm like, case. I don't even have a cell phone yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bleeding <laughs> those things. Yeah. Visit Rowdy Christian Merch. Somebody just bought something. Someone just bought something. Rowdy Christian. RowdyChristian.com. Angel right? just got yeah. its wing. RowdyChristian.com. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the other reason why we bring this up is because we actually are looking like we're onboarding a business partner for Rowdy Christian. It's actually a separate company from yeah. uh, Cross Politics. And so there's some things that are coming up. That we own. There's some. And it helps us. And it helps 
helps. Uh, helps right. Every little bit helps. Buy that next yep. gift. Get a little something for yourself. Maybe, you know, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. That's true. Again, nothing says love. <laughs> love. Like buying like something. Like an AirPod case. From RowdyChristian.com. <laughs> Rowdy That's right. <laughs> that was good, Toby. All right. So you guys remember uh, the FBI uh, raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago because he um, had some uh, secret documents. Right. They're like, um, can we give them to you? No. Which We're happened? Have a raid. Which happened in September. Yeah. Yep. That's all right. Keep that date. Okay, September. September. Okay. Okay. Um, days before the election. Mm. Uh, four it was to be exact. Four to be exact. Four days. We'll give. We'll be exact. It's so like the end of October. No. Uh, yeah. It was, well, November. November second. November second. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was found out that Biden's nonprofit had um, his think tank. His think tank yeah. had had secret um, classified? Uh, classified documents. Uh oh. In his. Um, think tank and, and the FBI stored, raided it. Stored. No, no, they didn't. Oh, no, um, they they handled it differently. But, but check out how MSNBC uh, talked about this. Or CBS, excuse me. Three sources tell CBS News the classified documents were discovered in this building about a mile from the White House at the offices of the Penn Biden Center, a foreign policy research institute set up after President Biden left the vice presidency. According to a source familiar with the matter, the classified documents are small in number and were found in November in a box among unclassified material. Sources would not characterize how sensitive the documents are. Responding to requests from CBS News, the White House counsel said that on November 2nd of last year, before the midterm elections, lawyers for President Biden were cleaning out office space at the center. When they discovered the documents marked classified in a locked closet, they stopped the work and contacted the White House. White House lawyers then reached out to the National Archives, which is responsible for the records. The archives in turn contacted the Department of Justice. Attorney General Merrick Garland then tasked the U.S. Oh. attorney in Chicago, John Lausch, a Trump appointee, with determining what is in the documents and how they arrived at the Penn Biden Center. The FBI is also involved in the preliminary inquiry, which a source says is nearing its conclusion. Okay, if you if you actually go back and, and follow oh, the timeline. That seems so reasonable. There's a couple timeline. <laughs> yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a couple timeline things here. First, uh, the Penn Biden Center uh, opened after he left the office of vice president. Right. right. So as Knox pointed out earlier, this is a, a point that I, I that slipped past my mind, uh, was that means the documents had to be stored somewhere to eventually be transferred into the Penn Biden Center after it was open after he left vice president, ah, VP. Right. Ah, right? Yeah. So they, they were there. They've been yeah. there for a while. They, they've been yeah. there for a minute. So, well, they've been not where they're supposed to be for a while. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We don't wherever, know where they've wherever been. Wherever there yeah. is, that's yeah. where they yeah. were. They were. And, and, and second, <laughs> secondly, what ha- I mean, lawyers cleaning up documents or they clean, were cleaning clean. out of they space. were they were you know getting the dust buster well, out doesn't clean, your closet ever get cluttered you know, by lawyers my, i call lawyers when i call to clean it out that's actually a really good point because what do you mean well because yeah. they're saying they're they're not in a place where somebody else who didn't walk in there and find yeah, them like right, a custodian yeah. he that's right, right lawyers yeah. were the ones and who they, they were cleaning closet. when a lawyer comes to clean up a building <laughs> they don't play <laughs> they don't play they right everything uh lastly um the only uh uh person who can declassify documents is the president. So here's here's where the the goofy rub is at for me was pre- president Trump can declassify his documents and 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 the national archives can't argue with him. He's he's the president. He can do it. Right. The vice president can't declassify. So the vice president took classified information put it in some sort of storage and then moved it into his new building. Well, you don't know yet. Um well 
We well, don't know the way CBS is reporting on it. It it yes. seems to lend to that narrative. And, and I don't but trust I, I everything that they I say. I so I want to wait. Yeah. I, yeah. This is but for, this but this happened November second, and it's and, and it's just now being reported on this week, a few days before the, the election. election. Yeah, so I'll follow all the timelines. One more reason why you can't trust your journalists because why didn't they release this information? Then? But I yeah. so before I get there, I just thought about this. It's pretty we, impressive that we've not heard about it till now. Yeah, but what's like, even more impressive is that it's happening. Yeah, that we're that, finding out about it. No, 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 that it's even happening. Look, guys, do we live in? This has to be God telling an amazing story. Wait, wait. That's what's happening. That this is even happening in this kind of way. We just got done making a huge fuss Out about Trump's Mar-a-Lago raid. Mar-a-Lago yep. raid. Uh-huh. And it just so happens yeah. that we have a this sitting president with some I yeah. know the stories are different in the way they're engaged. They should raid the White House. But I don't I think as Christians, you just have to sit back and say, wait a right. second, let can somebody pop me some popcorn? Guys yeah. just having a little fun. Like this is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is yeah. you know, it, you see it so much that there's a one trap set for you, and then this comes up and it's like, oh look, that you're are you gonna judge this the exact same way? Are you gonna act towards this the same way you were before? That's like right in front of their faces, and we're right. all getting a chance to watch it. Right. And I don't think I, I kind of just want to step back for a second and watch the situation. I know that everything isn't one-to-one. I don't expect it to be, but I'm wondering how they're going to handle it because God just put a situation in front of us where they condemned this one man for this way it was happening. It didn't matter. It was information. They didn't even take into consideration all the realities of the legality of it. They're doing it right now. They're going through the process. So they're trying. We'll see. But the way they jumped to the conclusion, why didn't they have the same conclusion about Biden? Wait a second, Mr. Biden. What else is in your other houses? How many other documents that you've had roaming around here that we don't know about? They didn't jump to those conclusions. Why not? Well, okay, let's just let's just wait. Let's have some. Let's wait and see how they handle the whole situation. And put keep a little pressure on it. This is why journalism is so important. We need good, godly journalists to say how do they? Somebody should say to the public, "We're sorry, we missed this." Yeah. How how in the world? (laughs) I'm really surprised that like, I mean, especially with some of the like really um, angsty, right. you know, Trumper types, who, you know, yes. I mean, they're, they're, you know, people that I mean, uh, like people that I really don't trust, actually, yeah. because they're just reactionary. They, yeah. they, like in, any mud will do any, yeah. in, you know, I'll fling anything at the left uh-huh. um, and and scream at any kind of perceived inconsistency. Why, yeah. How in the world did they were they able to keep this under wraps? Except, I guess, you know, the. FBI just is, yeah, uh, um, well, the, yeah. I know. mean, it's, t- it's telling you a lot. I, again, I'm still wanting to wait and watch all yeah. this roll out, but mm-hmm. I want to keep the kind of pressure on it. And the way you keep yeah. the pressure on it is by journalists. There isn't a ask any, good questions, ask good questions, yeah. and the journalists mm-hmm. just say, "Wait a second, I'm going to break this thing down the mm-hmm. same way that we broke down the um, uh, what's the kid uh, in um, oh with the shooting the." Uh, saw the whole trial in my head the kid with the gun out uh, written house written house trial remember, Kyle, Kyle. remember, remember when written house yeah. happened all of a sudden i think it was the times put together a magnificent piece of all the gunshots the timeline, in the timeline. The gunshots, and i was like i've never seen anyone i need that kind of journalism mm-hmm. happening to this situation right now let's work it all out how long has he had these files and nobody Wait. known about them yeah, yeah. were they declassified by yeah. obama let's wait and ask the right questions and see what happens but don't just jump on it and start hammering it until we know those things well and here's here's why um, our journalism is just fraught with corruption. Um, I'm going to pull a little audible here. Okay. Oh. A little audible. I didn't know about um, this. The, yeah. the Blaze um, did a FOIA request uh, that found out HHS, Health and Human Services, mm-hmm. Health and Human Services. Does the government even know what a human is anymore? Uh, we I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. No. Uh, um, 
uh, they pulled this FOIA request and found out that that HHS um, purchased advertising from major news networks, including ABC, CBS, NBC, um, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. Who pulled uh, it? New York Post. This is Blaze. Blaze. Our boys over the Blaze. No, no, right? I mean, but they, they, okay. They pulled the FOIA request. Uh, Los Angeles Times, Washington Post, digital media companies, uh, Newsmax. Even Newsmax. Okay. Newsmax. Okay. Speaking and, of reactionary. It, yeah, exactly. Troubles. Exactly. And they, they found out that HHS spent uh, millions of dollars to basically build vaccine confidence, to, to put out um, commercials and, and media through all these outlets to build vaccine confidence. Okay. And that's on top of kind of all the earned media that they got with Fauci. But when you're spending millions, millions of dollars to get your you know, commercial on, on ABC, what are you going to do? You're going to get Fauci on any time they call. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of bought earned media, and, and you're also going to be you're going to be reluctant to be do faithful journalism. Uh-huh. If, well, yeah, if, we get if, this money, if, especially truth, for the vaccine. If, if the truth would reflect poorly on your commercial, on the you know the the accepted science, and so Congress, so called, appropriated. So we don't know the real numbers, but here's what Congress appropriated: they appropriated one billion dollars in 2021 for the Secretary of Health to spend on activities to strengthen. Vaccine confidence in the United States. Wow. When was One that? $1 billion. Dollars. When was 2021. Yeah. 2021. Right. right. And so you have all Strength these conservative outlets. Vaccine confidence. Yeah, you have all these conservative outlets um, uh, being bought by taking the health money. and human services. Ta- yeah. Taking the money. Yeah. Um, many, and of course, um, the, a lot of them are arguing saying many editorial boards say they have firewall policies that prevent advisor, uh, advertisers from influencing the news coverage. Bull. Are you? Yeah. Bull. Are, well, right. Are, are you looking up? Are you looking up the verse about not taking gifts? No. We, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's no. exactly what I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah. I just read it this morning. It's like in Exodus twenty-two, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, do not take a, a gift because it it blinds <laughs> the eye to justice. That's exactly right. Uh, it, it it makes you blind. You be, yeah. And yeah. I think I don't think people realize that. I mean, just when when you're beholden to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you just it just just begins skewing yeah. reality. This is the one day I didn't bring my Bible, so I don't have it. I, I, I could I could find it, but but yeah, it's 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 in there. It's but but here's here's what I want to point out. This kind of little self uh, you know shameful plug here, but one of the reasons why we're building what we're building here at Cross Politics is we don't want to be bought by right. those advertisers. Right. You don't know how many advertisers we turn down. We have a number of advertisers here. We have a number of corporate partners right. here. We actually sift through all our corporate partners. But one of our one of one of our budgeting principles and goals yeah. is actually to fund all operations That's right. simply from our memberships. From our club memberships. So and, advertisers and, and, can't buy us. And and the, and the reason for that of course is I mean that's I mean obviously you're giving a gift to yeah. support cross politic when yeah. you do yeah. that. But when it's when it's those sort of small amount gifts Ten dollars a month, twenty five dollars. Uh, thousands month, of yep. you doing that, yep. um, it's spread out, and that and that's actually diluting that temptation for us that's to right. just be men pleasers. Yeah. That's, right. Um, that's right. And what we want to do is we want to we want to tell the truth yep. um, fearlessly, mm-hmm. not caring about what anybody thinks. Yep, that's right. So that's but that's what we're trying to and, avoid is one big sugar daddy, one big or Pfizer coming to sponsor you, sponsor being like, hey, yep. um, we'll give you a million in the middle of a downturn. Right. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, so we're going to get to Massey here in a minute, but okay. go ahead and go. All right. So Jesus is Lord in public and in private and in every area of life. And that means every area of life must be subject to his lordship. And our use of technology is no exception. What captures our attention on the screen either glorifies or dishonors 
our Lord Jesus. That's why accountable to you, that's the word accountable, the number two, and the word you, Y-O-U, is committed to promoting biblical accountability in our families and churches. Their monitoring and reporting software makes transparency easy on all your devices, so you can say with the psalmist, I will not set anything worthless before my eyes. (laughs) Guard against temptation with accountable to you, accountable, the number two, you, and live for God's glory. Learn more and try it for free today at accountabletoyou.com slash FLF. And so what I discovered kind of through all this was you have, you know, Blaze pulling this FOIA request and seeing all this big media, um, you know, NBC, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, Fox, and all this stuff, taking big Pfizer money. And so no wonder they wouldn't speak out against the vax. And actually this show right now, we're going to have to take this this part of the segment off YouTube. We can't we can't even play this on YouTube right now. Right. We were suspended on YouTube in December for bringing Dr. Peter McCullough on the show again through Michael Thiessen. Right. Thiessen. Um, and so even this section of the show, we can't even play on YouTube or we'll get suspended again. Um, and, and I, um, but learning in Kentucky, and this has got to be, this is an example of probably something that's far more widespread than we realize. So Kentucky's, uh, Republican, um, uh, statewide Republican, uh, uh, organization, uh, took or, or got a donation of a million dollars from Pfizer okay. for their building fund. Okay. This just happened, uh, last quarter. Their and so building they just, fund. Yeah. So for your building fund, so uh, um, for uh, um, political organizations, they can only get X amount of money per um, you know donation kind of thing. But if you have a building fund, it's unlimited. How much did they give? Pfizer gave a million to the building fund, to the Republican, Kentucky's Republican yeah. Uh, yeah. state building fund. Yeah. Okay. So uh, and, and then Delta gave $50,000, AT&T gave $100,000, Comcast gave $100,000. You know, and so forth, all to the Kentucky Building Fund. How much the, is the Kentucky the, Republicans? The statewide building right now, and so they're they're saying. Uh, so the the Daily Caller calls the Republican Party in Kentucky and says, you know, why why do you need all this money for a building fund? Are you expanding? Do you need a new building? That kind of thing. And and the speak, spokesperson, um, uh, Sean Southard, for the Republican Party says, um, you know, we're growing in Kentucky. And we need uh, we have room for we need additional space. So that's why that's their justification for this. The name, the current name of the Republican uh, headquarters in Kentucky is the McConnell headquarters. McConnell. Mitch McConnell yeah. headquarters. Right. Okay. And and so you have this Republican Party. No wonder the Republican response in Kentucky to COVID was so well, not just them. Inept. It was inept everywhere. It's everywhere. So. But th- that's my point is how many Republican organizations took millions of dollars from Pfizer? Pfizer, let me, let me, before you get there, one last point, Pfizer increased its revenue. This is according to Daily Caller. Pfizer increased its revenue by 95% yeah. in 2020 and 2021. Yeah. 95%. Right. How much did we cost again, Gabe? They, yeah, they struck a gold. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we got we, we got uh, disgusting. Yeah. And it's the people who supposedly the freedom riders, right? The freedom fighters. All those guys. The GOP. Yeah. Here I found is verse is verse eight of chapter twenty three in go. Exodus. Yeah. And I, I read it early and I was like, man, we, we got to read this on there. Um, and you shall not take a bribe for a bribe blinds the discerning and perverts the words of the righteous. Right. Mm-hmm. How is that not what just I, happened? And I actually like the King James better because the King James just says gift. Mm. And I'm guess I didn't look up the Hebrew, but I'm guessing that's the word. And and what they're doing there in that translation is interpreting it. They say it's like a bribe. It's like a bribe. Yeah. When, but I think we need so to it's take, taking taking need, a gift with all sorts of hidden intentions yes, behind yes, it. Is I, what I, it's mean, I mean, I mean, so often people yeah. don't come up to you and be like, 
Hey, would you like to take a bribe? Here's a billion dollars. Yeah. No, that's not what people do. No, they give you a gift. They flatter you. Mm -hmm. They give you money. They give you attention. They give you whatever. And then, and there's not like, maybe like anything explicitly said, but Uh hey, could you do this for me? Yeah. Well, you don't want to do that. You know, and just tone of voice, just a, uh, a f- flick of the eyes, just, you yep. know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very subtle. It doesn't have to be explicit at all, but, or, or maybe they don't even have anything to say to you, but you're thinking to yourself, I don't want that gift. Stop. Yeah. I, well, wanna, right. I don't want to lose that gift. I don't want to lose that gift of, of again, money. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, attention. Yeah. Sex, whatever. All may, that stuff, yeah, right? Maybe it's respectability. This is project Veritas. This Place is how project board. Veritas is getting all their interviews is they're sending in women. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. To meet with these lonely yeah, execs yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And all these women are doing is just giving them a little them. attention. Yeah, flattering them. And they start gabbing. Yep. Give them a drink. That's it. Oh, no, I just We don't have the kind of man that are prepared to not take a bribe. Right. Because here's, here's right. one thing, too, that's, is that that's right. the way that things are set up now in the social media and the platforms, trying to everything is gathered kind of in one place. And so trying to get somewhere, you have gatekeepers. Right. And you, you would think you wouldn't, but you got a lot more gatekeepers than you think even more so now. And so we aren't willing to just trust God, do the hard work, because yeah. we don't have men who are built for that in the same the, way. Yeah, the, I mean, this is everything we're talking about with the alternative economy stuff. And that's exactly right. right. A, a, like well, the, they even got to be careful in some I mean, of the new economy. Right. But yeah, exactly. I mean, no, but I mean, it's not like you can go through the world without taking anything from anyone. Yeah. But you right. have to be aware of, what, you know, who's giving you what, who's providing what. Um, because that's what happened in, in 2020, 2021 that's right. was, you know, um, you know, Apple will shut you down. Google will shut you down. Amazon will shut you down. Stripe. Um, Stripe they'll, they'll shut you down. Banks. Your bank will cancel you. Yeah. And so, you know, where are you leveraged at? Yep, you know, right. and and I think this is, you know, business wise, uh, economically, um, I think churches, pastors, yep. you got to yep. be in a position yep. to be able to speak the truth yep. and not say, but I can't say that because if I do, my big donors will start leaving yep. or I'll, I'll you know, I'll yep. get in trouble with my congregation or my presbytery or my, yep. um, you know, my denomination. Um, the, it, it's not just in the GOP. That's the right. GOP is this way because yeah. the because the church is this That's way. Right. Because That's right. um, because we are this way. Because <sighs> we we haven't seen these gifts as having hooks. And this goes back to why we I'm so grateful for the stance of New St Andrews College yeah. and Logos yep. School. Um, yep. Not taking a cent of 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 government money. Fun, yep. funding. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and that's a, a principled stance because they're saying we don't want gifts from there yeah. right. because with the gifts come hooks. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and so I think it's the same thing. You got to be careful about debt. You got to yep. be careful that's about right. debt any, anyways yep. and, and recognize that, you know, if, if you do take on some debt in some place, um, you are you belong. The the debtor is is, is a slave of, of the, of the lender. Yep. It's right. Um, and so striving to be debt free mm-hmm. is striving to be free. Yeah. That's right. Mm. And so I, um, this was kind of came back up on our radar, but I think the timing of it was really important. Um, this Dr. Joseph uh, Raymond, uh, uh, last year, so he was total doctor, pro-lockdown, pro-vax, pro-everything. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then last, was it last March? This it, was March was it, was sec- it was March 5th, I think yeah, it Mar- was. Last March. March so this 5th, is 2022. Yeah. yeah, March 7th. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. 2022. 
uh, he 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 goes on. Uh, what's the, what's the show? The, the, it wasn't a show. It, it was, was actually um, a who forum, I, kind of a forum. Yeah, it was a forum held by um, Ron DeSantis on the curtain close of COVID. Okay. Yep. In March seventh, I think we covered some who, of it. Who, who, who hosted this? It was uh, the person of the year or the politician of the year last year, as far as I'm concerned. DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Whoa. I think he's a politician. I, I always give the person of the year, especially in this kind of time, to moms. <laughs> That's the first. Moms, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, with the place that we're in right now, with families and parenting yeah. and uh, women, the attack on women, and a woman who's having children, yeah. moms are the person of the year, <laughs> hands down. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think a politician of the year has to go to Ron DeSantis, and he had the curtain closed on COVID right at the beginning of the year okay. last year, okay. which is about a year and a half too short for me. So, yeah. so this, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, my, yeah, I had yeah. my curtain yeah. call like, I think like April of 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in February. Yeah, yeah, we're done, we're done. Uh, we ain't starting. And so, this, you know, give this clip a second. He's got a couple things to say here. Um, but but roll, this, again, this is Dr. Uh, Joseph Raymond um, uh, uh, looking pretty good in this clip. My, my perspective throughout the early parts of this pandemic were very different than theirs. Um, you know, but I think that sometimes maybe when you're some similar to maybe like at a movie, when you have the front row, you don't necessarily can, you can't necessarily see the whole picture. You know, for example, in the first wave, my nurses and I, we were, we saw so many people dying from COVID. It was, it, it horrified us. It was more death than any of us had ever seen. Freezer trucks at our, at our door holding the bodies that for the leftover, you know, from that our morgue couldn't handle. At that time, the only thing I could see was we needed more aggressive COVID policies to get this plague under control, stop these deaths from happening. I was confident that all of the locations that didn't embrace this like aggressive COVID policy, they were going to suffer tremendous deaths. And what we would see next is then of course, what would follow is they would see how much death they suffered and it would become so painfully obvious that they would adopt all the aggressive policies. But I was wrong. I, I was, my views were wrong at that time because the states and nations that didn't take aggressive COVID policies, they didn't do obviously worse. You know, it was, took me about a year into the pandemic before it became really clear that it wasn't obvious at all that any policy was strongly effective at reducing COVID infections or, or death outside of within the, uh, the island nations, where clearly border control looked like it did have a pretty strong effect. Or sunshine. So the scientist in me <laughs> had to take this emerging data that I was seeing and acknowledge my hypothesis had been, had been falsified, I guess wow. you could say. And the COVID policies that I was so certain were necessary, they just didn't help the way that I would hope they have had helped. And then I realized something that I kind of ignored that, you know, much of the people here have discussed and brought up, which is that these policies were harmful. Oh. Initially, I was, I don't want to say I was ignorant, but I was, it, it was irrelevant because there were lives on the line. I'm an emergency doctor. I'm wow. lives, there's lives, you know, and it's like, no, we have to do it. But if the policies didn't make a big difference, and they only cause harm, then you have to start rethinking what we're doing. And you have to take the data that, that we're, that's clearly in front of us. And if it is only causing harm and at best can only save few, we need to think about it because if at best, right, an aggressive lockdown policy, imagine it reduced hospitalizations death by 20%, 20% of deaths 
hospitalizations reduced. If that was the case, then maybe we could come here and debate. Nope. Is that is the <laughs> harms that are caused by those lockdowns worth that benefit? And how do we negotiate that benefit through, you know, navigating through our freedoms? Sure. But okay. I mean, but no. The reality is hospitalizations and deaths were not reduced by 20% by any policies. Mm. And because if they were, we would have had studies at this point that would have been able to consistently identify that. And that just has not occurred at all. Mm. So I think as a society, we have to decide if we want to continue like a public policy that's obviously producing large harms and offering only a minimal benefit at best. Uh, that's currently unmeasurable. Yeah. Also, personally, I would like to apologize to uh, the three other scientists sitting with me here on Zoom, the proponents of the Barrington Declaration, Woo! because I initially I did think you all were crazy or dumb. Or maybe you just didn't understand what I was seeing, but I, I now realize actually, I'm sorry, because I believe now you guys were correct. And, um, and you were correct from the beginning. And I, and I wish that more people, including myself, had realized that sooner. And I hope more people realize that soon enough. Wow. Wow. Um, man, that's, that, that, <laughs> what universe is this in? I know Florida. This is <laughs> well. I mean, th this is the thing. That's, what's, oh that's so goodness. crazy about it. And and so you know, what a refreshing, massively refreshing. What a refreshing yeah. thing to hear. I was wrong. I apologize. Yeah. I wish I had understood this sooner. I you were you, right. You were right. I was wrong. I thought you were crazy. Right. And and you know one of the things wow. I, from this, I remember seeing this, and I've, it was working through me the whole time last year. We need to make sure that we keep repentance as an option for people available. Right. We That's need right. to make sure. And That's God right. is so committed to that reality mm -hmm. that he changes people's hearts yeah. to repent. That's right. right? You, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened next, but you know Dr. J was like, you're forgiven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All good. Yeah. Right. All good. Oh, yeah. 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 He's a Christian man. Yeah. He yeah. understands forgiveness. Yeah. People are arguing for this. At least one article from the Atlantic was arguing for this amnesty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's not this. No. This no, is different. No, that's this is not amnesty. This is repentance. And and so I believe that from that is the only reason that we get this particular clip from him. Hello, my name is Dr. Joseph Raymond. I'm an emergency physician based in Louisiana. In addition, I am a clinical scientist. I was the lead author of a peer-reviewed study that reanalyzed the original Pfizer and Moderna clinical trials for the messenger RNA COVID-19 vaccines. We found the vaccine increased serious adverse events at a rate of 1 in 800. At the time of publication, my co-authors and I did not believe our single study warranted the withdrawal of the messenger RNA vaccines from the market. However, since its publication, multiple new pieces of evidence have come to light, and this has caused me to reevaluate my position. An article published in the BMJ regarding the FDA's own observational surveillance data found the messenger RNAs were associated with multiple of the exact same serious adverse events identified in our original study. But the FDA had failed to inform the public of these findings. Yikes. In addition, now we have multiple autopsy studies that find essentially conclusive evidence that the vaccines are inducing sudden cardiac deaths, yet the rate of these vaccine-induced deaths remains unknown. While many nations that have been using the messenger RNA vaccines have experienced an increase in excess mortality, more people dying than should be expected from 
past years. And this correlates in time with the initial vaccine rollout and then with the subsequent booster campaigns. Nations with higher messenger RNA vaccine uptake have correlations with higher rates of excess mortality. While the cause of this excess mortality is not known, researchers analyzing this data were unable to identify any other reasonable cause of the excess death other than the vaccines. Given now that Omicron variant is less virulent and is able to evade much of the protection offered by the vaccines, this creates a situation where the benefits of the vaccine have been dramatically reduced in, for hospitalization and, and death. Together, this information calls into question if the vaccine's benefits are outweighing the harm. I believe, given the information, the messenger RNA vaccines need to be withdrawn from the market until new randomized controlled trials can clearly demonstrate the benefits of the vaccine outweigh the serious harm we now know the vaccines are causing. Uh, mm. there, when you, this, this show is not going on YouTube. Well, that's not going to, we, no. we can't, we can't no. play this on YouTube. But it's, I, it's insane. When, when people are talking about amnesty and they're not talking about repentance, mm -hmm. then that means they can't see the way forward. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't examine things the same way. You act like, well, it was we, we all had made mistakes, guys. And so let's mm -hmm. just talk about it and fix the problems we have. You don't know what the problems right. really are until yeah. you observe the sin that you committed. Right. You understand? Right. And when you understand that, then you can have bold. Look at this man. I mean, look at him. Look at the way he looked before he was talking like this. <laughs> this man looked like he's in the trenches. <laughs> he's like he's at war. He's All these fighting. studies. And he's, like, he's going through it. Yeah. He's like, and he feels a, a, a responsibility and a duty to be out there saying this. Yeah. You know, and so I, I'm not trusting anybody on amnesty. I'm not trusting until they've really repented because then they can't see the problems that we're facing. This a, is a massive problem. If a mechanic was working on your car. And he screws it up, and you go out to start your car after he works on it, and it doesn't work. It's yeah. busted. And then and you open the hood, and it's like, you know, the whole thing's, like, you know, hooked up wrong or something like that. And he says, oh, you know, my bad. Right. Amnesty. Right. It, let me try to fix it. Right. Your first response would be like, well, no, no, no. <laughs> no like, you just screwed it all up. Why would yeah. I let you keep messing with my car? I don't trust you. But if he says... I'm sorry, please forgive me. I did not hook this up. I know exactly where it, that needs to be hooked up to there right, and that right. needs to be hooked up to there. And I did it backwards, upside down, inside out. Mm -hmm. And I can, I know, and he explains to you what he did wrong. Then you actually have reason. I mean, you may still not want him to do it, but at least you have reasonable uh, understanding that he knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. like he just explained. Yeah. Right, he just right. explained in detail exactly what he got wrong and what the concerns are. And that's the difference between repentance and amnesty. And I think the, the battle for COVID right now, a lot of us know this information. We've been aware that this was coming in one way or another. But right now, because of the fact that uh, the battle is long, we tend to be relaxed and say, well, we know this information, you know, whatever. No, the fire is still turned up. You can turn on the TV. They are pushing the vaccine mm -hmm. just as hard as they ever have. And they're continually they, they still bribing got HHS money. both sides to push this narrative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so our vi we need to be vigilant about this mm -hmm. and not trust any and everything mm -hmm. and trust people who are repentant. Trust yeah. people. You know, even Jay, uh, Dr. Bhattacharya said he was really timid about this in the beginning. I remember pushing him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, well, you know, they're not that bad. And now he's yeah. like, get rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> DeSantis is like, we're Has making it Oh, yeah. He's, oh. he's like, we okay. can't trust them anymore, okay. which is why he's joining politician of the year DeSantis trying to create mm -hmm. their very own. Um, uh, FDA and uh, CDC and kind of like how 
Remember, know, they're creating their own health organization, a governance board in uh, Florida. Yeah, yeah and so that. you can oh. see, which is, it's just like, okay. So. They didn't call me about that. Well, I didn't know about that. Yeah. And no one told me. I just, all right. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until tomorrow. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. I'm sure they're going to call you pretty soon. They just want to get everything organized oh, okay. first. Okay, good. And then after that, they're I'll like, be ready for your call, Dr. J. Could, could you bless this and yeah. make sure that God yeah. blesses what we're doing? Yeah. Good. I'm ready. Meet Big Ed. He has a tax-funded taste for children. Big Ed knows that the best grooming starts early. He has a plan for your preschoolers, a plan to gender confuse your grade schoolers. But if you think his grooming stops there, you have not been paying attention. Big Ed wants to liberate your daughters from old fashioned ideas like, well, you already know. Big Ed has dorm rooms ready for you in prison buildings of learning and professors standing by dedicated to grooming young adults in doubt and unbelief. After all, he is the gatekeeper of this brave new world. And if you want a job, you'll need to pay him with years of your life for a permission slip. Yeah, whatever. You think David paid Goliath for a certificate in giant management before those two squared off? Did Luther major in theses? Was George Washington summa cum laude in empire repellents? while Jefferson focused on ag with a minor in declarations. When the world needs saving, meaningful vocations abound for those who are truly prepared. And the truth is, despite Marxist advances, this is still America and Big Ed is still a voluntary opt-in. So don't. Not at any level. Not preschool, not middle school, not college. It isn't complicated. When Big Ed offers you free candy, Stay away. You'll thank us later. We know it's crazy, but run with us here. Men and women were created in the image of God. You don't need a government certificate of faux learning for personal validation or permission to work. You were born with divine permission to pursue knowledge and understanding, truth, goodness, and beauty. And at New St. Andrews College, we are committed to helping students do just that to their fullest potential. In an age dominated by chaos when learning is on a choke leash controlled by Big Ed and his many strange friends, ours is an education for outlaws, an education for men and women committed to building a beautiful and free society in the ruins of the Western world. When thinking is outlawed, only outlaws will think. Yes, Big Ed hates what we do, but his hatred brings us joy. New St. Andrews College. Liberal Arts for Outlaws. Mind, Body, and Soul.